Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. We're taking a closer look at blockchain analysis company Chainalysis 2022 crypto crime report. Now, some context for you. Its previous report found cryptocurrency-based crime hit a new all-time high in 2021, with illicit addresses receiving some 14 billion over the course of the year, up from 7.8 billion in 2020. Cryptocurrency usage is growing faster than ever before across all cryptocurrencies tracked by. Chainalysis total transaction volume grew to 15.8 trillion last year, up 567 percent from the total in 2020, pointing to legitimate cryptocurrencies usage far outpacing the growth of criminal usage. More on that in a while. In its latest report, Chainalysis notes a difference in laundering strategies between the two highest-grossing platforms of cryptocurrency-based crime in 2021, and its report also provides a case. Study on the group responsible for some $400 million worth of cryptocurrency hacks last year. It said that last year was one of the most successful years on record for cyber criminals in North Korea, whose hackle, hackers stole almost $400 million worth of digital assets in at least seven attacks on cryptocurrency platforms last year. But what does this all mean for you and your business? To talk us through the trends shaping up. When it comes to crypto crime for 2022, is Ulisse Delorto, who's managing director for APEC for Chainalysis. Good morning, Ulisse. Good morning, Shell. Thanks for having me. Help us understand what businesses, in your mind, need to wrap their heads around when it comes to how cryptocurrency-based crime is evolving. As you've mentioned,、um, cryptocurrency-based crime hit a new all-time high in 2021, receiving 14 billion dollars of、uh, illicit addresses connected. Uh, to the blockchain,、uh, this went up from 7.8 billion in 2020. What we have identified at Chainalysis is that based on the transaction volumes, stolen funds and scams stand out for their growth in 2021. As a matter of fact, scamming revenue rose 82% in 2021 to 7.8 billion worth of cryptocurrency. But what grew even more was theft, with roughly 3.2 billion worth of cryptocurrency stolen in 2021. Which is over 516% increase. These are the two main trends that we have identified in、um, the cryptocurrency report. But I can talk a bit about、uh, other trends that have to do with DeFi and other other things as well. Yeah, which we will get into in just a while. But you're seeing theft and scams on the rise. Is that right? That's correct. Yes, those are the two major major trends that we have identified. Uh, a chain houses in 2021. And do those the rise in scams depend on the growth of malware? That's also one of the points of focus of the report. We've seen a lot of increase in malware attacks.、Uh, there's been、uh, several examples、uh, in the U.S.、Um, we've seen fewer ones、uh, in Asia Pacific, just focusing on the region.、Mm-hmm. But yes, malware definitely plays a key role. Or played the key role in 2021. And in terms of decentralized platforms, how are the growth of these platforms driving crypto crime? So, when it comes to decentralized finance, we're talking about 250 billion, roughly 250 billion, locked in smart contracts、uh, connected to the DeFi ecosystem. The idea is that the decentralized nature of DeFi makes the system so dynamic that it allows for widespread scamming and theft. 
that it really drives a lot of opportunities for entrepreneurs and crypto users. So we have seen significant growth in the use of DeFi protocols for laundering illicit funds. This mainly came from uh, some activities that were identified, such as uh, fast, but also uh, specifically rock pools. This growth led to uh, uh, illicit growth of almost 2,000%, so 1,964% in illicit activity growth. Now, when it comes to the specific activities that we've identified, most instances of theft from DeFi protocols can be traced back to errors in the smart contract code governing those protocols, which hackers expose to steal funds. This is also why uh, we always recommend investors to do their due diligence and make sure that uh, these protocols went through audit codes to make sure that they do not have any vulnerabilities. Now, when it comes to uh, specific trends that we've identified, mm-hmm. we talk a lot about rock pools. So rock pools are a relatively new scam type, particularly common in the DeFi ecosystem, in which the developers of a cryptocurrency project, let's say a new token, abandon it unexpectedly, taking users' funds with them. Uh, rock pools have emerged as the go-to scam uh, in the DeFi ecosystem, accounting for 37% of all cryptocurrency scam revenue in 2021 versus just 1% in 2020. Uh, so these are some of the things that we've identified. I can mention a couple of names, such as Anubis DAO, uh, one of the largest rock pools in 2021, mm. uh, over 58 million, but there's plenty of others. So these are some of the things I can talk about and when it comes to DeFi. You think this type of attack is going to be perpetuated in 2022 as well? I mean, when we hear about rug pull, we think a cyber heist. Is that roughly what it is? Yes. So obviously, you know, it is basically the illusion of creating a community and then disappearing and leveraging the nature of DeFi that allows you not to take custody of funds, not to uh, leverage KYC information. Mm. Uh, that's basically what, what these criminals are leveraging. Is it possible to spot a rug that is pulling? Well, you know, the idea is that uh, investors, but also, you know, professional investors, retail investors, mm-hmm. people that are part of the community should make sure that they do proper due diligence in a preventative way. So they make sure that the code went through specific due diligence, as I mentioned, uh, that um, there are uh, analyses that are made on the code to prevent mm-hmm. vulnerabilities mm-hmm. and that the people that are involved are not uh, people that were probably involved in other scams in the past. So we've seen also that uh, in the community. So there needs to be, to, to be a lot of due diligence prior to making any investments, uh, and that helps a lot in, in preventing, you know, getting trapped into these rock pools. Let's take a step back at uh, some of the key figures that your report uncovers. What are some of the reasons why scam revenue in particular has risen 81% last year? Well, there was indeed an increase of 81% rise from 2020 to 2021. Uh, But actually, if we take a step back between 2019 and 2020, Mm -hmm. uh, there was a major decrease in scamming activity. And this was primarily due to the absence of large-scale Ponzi schemes, uh, such as the ones that we've seen in 2019, plus one token, uh, multi-billion dollar schemes. However, that changed in 2021 with Finico, which is basically a Ponzi scheme that was primarily targeting Russian speakers throughout Eastern Europe, netting more than $1.1 billion from their victims. So generally what we've seen in the past few years is that some major uh, scams 
can really uh, change the course of, of the year. So we have the, in 2019, we've, we've had like $3 billion, $4 billion scams that really made it the biggest year for scamming activity. We've seen a return here in 2021 with Finico. And can you underscore the point uh, for our listeners to understand why it is when they hear scam revenue has risen by 81%? Um, your report says illicit activities share of cryptocurrency transaction volume has actually never been lower. What accounts for that? Definitely. So cryptocurrency usage is growing faster than ever before. So across all cryptocurrencies tracked by Chainalvis, the total transaction volume grew to 15.8 trillion in 2021, up 567%. But given the rolling adoption and the incredible adoption of cryptocurrencies, it's no surprise that more cyber criminals are actually using cryptocurrency. Mm. So the important point here, however, is that illicit activity share of cryptocurrency transaction volume has never been lower. As the growth of legitimate cryptocurrency usage, 567%, far outpaces the growth of criminal usage, 79%. So what we did at Chenal is we looked at the transactions involving, so the single transactions involving illicit addresses, and that represented only 0.16% of cryptocurrency transaction volume in 2021. So this is basically showing that there is massive growth in the industry, and the majority, the vast majority of this growth is represented by illicit activities. Well, you say when it comes to money laundering, do scam revenues eventually end up at crypto exchanges? And when we think about the movement of uh, value from digital assets to fiat, is that the point where um, you're, you're looking at? Yes. So generally scammers uh, send the majority of their funds to addresses at centralized exchanges. This may also reflect scammers' relative lack of sophistication. Most scams uh, and they do not require as much technical expertise as hacking cryptocurrency platforms, for example. Uh, however, in 2021, you know, we've seen a shift. So only 47% of the scanned funds uh, were actually sent to centralized platforms, uh, with DeFi protocols receiving 17%, 1-7 of all funds sent from Elisa wallet. And there's a growth there in terms of how much is being sent to DeFi platforms? Definitely up from 2% the previous year. So we've definitely seen uh, uh, an increase there. Uh, there's a move towards uh, decentralized platforms. Obviously, uh, centralized platforms remain the first choice for scammers and for criminals, but decentralized platforms are seeing a major, major increase. And the report also noted a difference in laundering strategies between the two highest grossing forms of cryptocurrency-based crime. Can you give us an overview there? Well, definitely. When we, when we look at the uh, laundering strategies that were identified, uh, most of the laundering was happening on centralized platforms. Uh, DeFi, you know, was, was not leveraged by cyber criminals at all. And if we look at the, the, the 2% uh, raise that I just mentioned earlier, uh, cyber criminals are trying to leverage uh, the new trends that are, uh, that are appearing in the space, uh, such as uh, DeFi, and uh, NFTs, and one of the things that they're leveraging is not simply the uh, new technologies that are being leveraged in this uh, in these two in these two trends, but also the fact that they're not regulated. Mm-hmm. So one of the uh, key issues that uh, global uh, regulators are trying to solve is that uh, the NFTs uh, NFT space and DeFi is not being regulated, and this allows a lot of criminals to perform multiple attacks across different jurisdictions. 
So these are some of the things that we're seeing. We're seeing a move from centralized exchanges to decentralized uh, platforms and a move to the two biggest trends in crypto, DeFi and NFTs, because they're not regulated. You mentioned NFTs, and we know they're growing in attention, uh, especially here in Asia. What are the sort of forms of illicit activity that you're observing in the NFT marketplace? Definitely. So we have observed two forms of illicit activities in the uh, NFT space, wash trading and mind laundering. Uh, one wash trading uh, to really artificially increase the value of NFTs uh, the, what we have identified is that the 110 uh, mo- most popular watch traders in the space have collected uh, nearly $8.9 million in profit. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, NFT watch trading exists in a mar- murky legal area. While watch trading is prohibited in conventional securities and futures, watch trading involving NFTs has yet to be subject to an enforcement action. And this really helps a lot of the cyber criminals. Um, the second trend that we, we have identified is money laundering through the purchase of NFTs. Mm. Uh, so we've seen that the majority of uh, the illicit addresses that are purchasing NFTs are connected to scams. And we've seen a, a major growth in Q3 and Q4 of 2021. These are the two major trends that we've seen. But this goes back to what I mentioned earlier. We're seeing massive growth in the space, $44 billion worth of cryptocurrency sent to the NFT space. Obviously, there will be a minority of that that will be connected to illicit activities. Do you expect increased regulatory responses from states and perhaps arms of law enforcement in 2022? And what could this mean for the cryptocurrency businesses, for exchanges and for the people behind DeFi projects? Definitely. There needs to be uh, more regulation. There has been an increase in regula- regulatory attention uh, globally. Uh, I'm going to focus probably more on the, the situation in the region. We've seen that in Singapore, where MAS issued guidelines that limit cryptocurrency trading service providers from promoting their services, protecting retail investors. We're seeing that in Thailand, where the, uh, the Thai central bank announced tougher regulation of cryptocurrency and limited their usage uh, for payments and only having licensed platforms. We're seeing that in India, where the government and central bank are trying to tax cryptocurrency. Now, even though this has a limiting and disrupting effect in the short run, it is absolutely necessary for the growth of the ecosystem. The ecosystem will not grow unless institutional investors are part of the ecosystem. And so regulators need to create more transparency and clarity for institutional investors enter the space to protect retail investors. So this will have uh, disrupt, this will disrupt slightly uh, the industry in the short run, but it will help it grow in the long run, whether it's DeFi, whether it's NFTs. This is our, our predictions at Chainalysis. Ulisse, I understand Chainalysis is releasing a section of its 2022 crypto crime report tonight at 9 p.m. Uh, Singapore time. Can you give us any sense of what to expect from that report, which I understand is uh, expected to focus on Russia's money laundering infrastructure? Yes, so uh, we're going to share uh, some information about that later, later today. Uh, there's been a lot going on in 2021, as we talked about earlier uh, attacks from uh, from Russia, North Korean attacks that you have mentioned at the beginning of the year, uh, $400 million being laundered, uh, a focus on uh, mixers, 65% increase in mixing uh, usage uh, by these criminals. So we're going to talk about some of these things. We're going to talk about 
how DeFi is leveraged. We're going to talk about how NFTs uh, and smart contracts within NFTs are being exploited. So we're going to talk about primarily these things, but uh, I don't want to spoil it too much. So uh, I'm going to let uh, the, the readers uh, hear for themselves. Well, thank you so much for those highlights. And we look forward to the next report. We'll just have to have you back <laughs> to help us understand yeah. it. Ulisse Del Orto is Managing Director APEC for Chainalysis. This is Money and Me. Before acting on the information on Money FM. Please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.